0: My friends, what happens when Father makes that mistake is he's thinking ahead, and if it's homily, when I should be only focused on proclaiming God's word, I was looking at that and thinking, oh yeah, you know what, Jesus? You... And then it messed me up. <laughs> that is my guardian angel told me to behave myself. <laughs> my friends, much to say, but in today's gospel, we're told Jesus sets his sights on Jerusalem resolutely. That means nothing will get in his way. And Um, this will be his last journey to the holy city uh, because he is going to suffer and die there. He knows this. He sends, as the gospel tells us, messengers ahead to prepare for a reception uh, in this village. Uh, The village is on the way to Jerusalem. It is the quickest way to go. And um, it is a Samaritan village. The Samaritans, uh, you know how that goes with the Samaritans and Jews. They, they don't like each other. <laughs> I'm being nice. Uh, they hated each other. The Samaritans um, are despised by the Jews, and the Jews uh, find the Samaritans intolerable. The two groups hate each other for religious reasons. But Jesus wants to share the gospel with everybody. And uh, whether they be Gentiles or not, or Jews, in this case, because Jesus Jesus is a Jew. So what happens? They refuse to welcome him in their city. And we're told why. Because he is going to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem is where all those Jews hang out. Yeah, that's... How much the hatred is. To make matters worse, we're told that James and John are enraged. They're indignant. Uh, How dare they treat us this way? So, what do they do? They go and look at Jesus and they say, Do you want us to call down fire so they'll be incinerated? Would our Lord like to see this? Would he want people to be burned up in the name of God? Because they hate each other because of God they put forth. They worship the same God. How far removed even the disciples are from Jesus still in their understanding of God and God's love and that Jesus is the Savior. My friends, when circumstances disturbed our Lord, such as this, the religious hatred that he encountered, and the violent reactions of the apostles, I must assume that Jesus' heart was disturbed by this. And you see, he had been with them for three years I'm talking about the apostles, three years, day and night with him, teaching. Because we're told he's going to Jerusalem, he's going to die. That tells me this is at the end of Jesus' earthly ministry. And I wonder which one disturbed Jesus more. The hatred of the Samaritans or the violent reaction of his apostles? Three years with them, and it appears they've learned nothing to say such a thing to Jesus, call on fire, and kill them. What about you and I? What is the quality of our faith, and our religious practice. We know that people often set themselves apart from each other, not only by nationality and by race and by community, but um, also by religion. In the process, they create groups, insiders and outsiders, those who belong and those who do not belong. My friends, this carried uh, too far um, is sinful discrimination. There are Christians that you know and I know who have little love for one another. We know of Christians who uh, have great anger in their heart because of some unfortunate event in the church or uh, some type of business they uh, perceived to have with the church or because of a failed marriage or because of expectations that were not met by the priest. You and I know how we sometimes expect others to live according to the scripts that we write for ourselves and thus we write for them, knowing full well that only they can write that script for themselves. It is difficult to understand why people hate so much and so viciously in the name of God who is the father of all. It is because religion perhaps is only a veneer on their life that has not sunken in. Is it because some people are just emotionally incapable of grasping the message of God's love? As his son has delivered to us. And which is at the heart of Christianity and should be at the heart of all established religions. Or is it a matter of just religious ignorance? And the failure of religious education? My friends, I had much time to uh, reflect on the awful things that are done in the name of God. And there is no other word for it except for blasphemy. For the scriptures tell us, and I'm going to quote Old Testament, has not only one God created us? The God that we all worship is one and the same God that the angels adore. When they bow before him and say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. And all the earth is filled with his glory. The hatred that is spoken about, not only in the gospel, but St. Paul was dealing with in the second reading. These are the kind of things that undermine our religion. We must do everything we can to move away from it and to eliminate it. They harm us more than they will harm those who are the object of the anger and hatred. Such behavior has to be disappointing to Christ. And I base that on his reaction in the gospel.